Welcome to Smokey College Football Picks with the Bandit Week 5. I'm Smokey, recording from New York City, and we want you to reach out to us. We want to hear from you, the listening audience. You can reach us at SmokeyAndTheBanditCFB at Yahoo.com, or reach out to us on Twitter at SmokeyBanditCFB. Let us know what you're thinking in the world of college sports. I'm getting ready to bring on my partner in crime, the Beltway Bandit. He's more likely to pick games right than Urban Meyer is to have a heart attack. And he's also more likely to pick games right than Jameis Winston is to get in trouble. What's going on there, Beltway Bandit? Uh, hey, Smokey. Uh, we're doing pretty good, man. I'll g- give you a quick rundown on what we're going to cover this week. Uh, you know, frankly, there's not a lot of marquee matchups. Uh, if you're going to go fishing, the, you know, one weekend and miss some college games, this might be a good weekend for it. But we do have some good ones to d- discuss. We're going to be talking about Arkansas and A&M playing at a neutral site. We're going to be talking about Cincinnati traveling to Ohio State. We're going to talk also about Notre Dame uh, at Syracuse. And lastly, we're going to finish the show with Oregon State at USC. Uh, all those games, we're going to be talking about the spreads. We'll be making our picks. Uh, let me give you a little rundown. How you think you did last week there, there Smokey? It was a tough week. Uh, I'd say about 500. And I think if anybody handicapping games last week went better than 500, they did pretty good. Yeah, yeah. Um, we were both uh, with the identical record. Uh, we were both 11 and 10, which uh, I'm not great at math, but that is slightly above 500. Uh, I got to tell you though, I'm going to take uh, I'm going to take the, the the belt for last week, uh, mainly because you know we did uh, a new thing. We did locks of the week. Uh, I got to tell you, Smokey, you picked Missouri as your lock. And then they lose outright. Not only did they not cover 14, but they lost outright. What happened there? Did you watch this game? I uh, missed the game, and I missed the pick, and uh, I have a lot to make up for this week. (laughs) Very good, very good. Well, I did hit my pick. My pick was Boise State. Uh, They did cover on the Smurf turf, and uh, so I'm 1-0, and you're 0-1, but uh, you can get back to 500 with your lock this week. You know how in those soccer leagues they kick teams out of leagues that don't perform well? The SEC should do that with Missouri losing to Indiana. That's an embarrassment. It is an embarrassment. And then you have to listen for a whole week about how the Big Ten is back (laughs) and how they're uh, they're better than people think they are. Um, But anyway, as we go through the picks, as always, feel free on any of the games to to go ahead and announce your lock of the week. Um, I already have mine picked before we before we go through the games and we go through the show. Um, although I do reserve to change that as we go, but I have a, a game start here that's going to be my lock of the week, and when we get to that game, I will announce it. Um, all right, uh, let's go to the games. Um, we're going to start off with the noon games. We're going to start off with a game with Iowa, uh, uh, a nine-point favorite at Purdue. Who are you liking this one? As much as I think Iowa is pathetic, there's probably only one team in the Big Ten more pathetic, and that's Purdue. I I have to think Iowa is going to cover the, the nine and a half in this one. Yeah, I, I, I disagree with you here. I'm, I'm, we're going to start off with a game that we disagree on. I'm going to take Purdue in the points, and, and my thinking is this. Purdue and Iowa, I, I really think that they're both not very good, although Iowa, you know, they did beat – uh, Pittsburgh, that was considered to be a pretty good team last week. They have a quarterback. Do you know what the, the, the Iowa's quarterback's name is? 
I have no clue, but I hear this quarterback is better than the one they started the season with. I know that much. Absolutely, absolutely. He is better. Uh, he's kind of got a, uh, a little bit of a mullet going. He's got kind of a blonde uh, mullet kind of thing going. And his, his, his last name is, it looks like Beat Hard, but it's really Bethard. But uh, uh, anybody with a quarterback with the name Beat Hard is uh, is dying to get, you know. I wonder, it, do you know, is that, that's not. Headlines that you could have a lot of fun with that name. That's not Bobby Bethard's kid. Is it spelled the same, do you know? It, look. it is spelled the same as Bobby Bethard's. I don't know if it's Bobby Bethard's kid. That's a, that, that's a good question. Maybe some of the listeners know. And uh, if, if you know the answer to that one, I guess that's a, that's a good trivia question. Is it uh, uh, Bobby Bethard's uh, kid? But anyway, Iowa has uh, – they look better under uh, – uh, with him under center. And um, But I, I, I got a feeling this game is just going to be close. And uh, so I'm going to take Purdue in the point. Man, you... um, next game we got – we got another Big Ten matchup. We got Northwestern. Uh, uh, ten point, getting ten points at Penn State. Penn State is a ten point favorite. Who you like here? Yeah, this is another tough one. This is one uh, like the previous game that could go either way. But uh, I'm gonna go with Penn State on this one. Okay, I'm gonna go with the same theory. I'm gonna carry it over again. I'm taking the team that's getting the points in the Big Ten matchup. Penn State has already played two really close games. They squeaked out a victory against UCF. And uh, they also, I, I, I think, I'm trying to remember who they played. I believe it was Rutgers that I think they won by three. So, so I'm going to take Northwestern in the points. I think that they maybe bounce back. And then again, I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm looking for a close game here. Um, all right, now we're going to go to the SEC. We've got a couple of SEC matchups. Uh, we got Vandy at Kentucky. Kentucky's a 17-point favorite. Who you like? Yeah, when I first looked at this spread, I did a little bit of a double take. I mean, you know, Kentucky played Florida tight. Vanderbilt is terrible. I, I gotta, I gotta go with Kentucky minus the seventeen in this one. I just can't trust Vandy's offense. Okay, I, I've said it, you know, uh, throughout the entire season that I am going against Vandy until they prove me otherwise. Vandy right now is one and three against the spread in four games. Uh, Vandy's not a very good team. They're coming off probably what will be their best performance, which was a 14-point loss to South Carolina. Uh, that, that's going to be as good as they're going to get. And, that, and they did cover. They, they had lost three in a row up to that point. Um, I'm going to ride Kentucky. I'm going to say Kentucky's a better team this year. They get their first SEC win in over two years in this game for sure. And I'm going to say that they, they, they do it in style. And I'm going to make this my lock of the week. Uh, this, is, this is the game that I have starred. I have Kentucky covering the 17 at home against Vanderbilt. And they do it. They Kentucky do it hasn't won an I'm SEC. Taking, I'm taking the Wildcats in this one, and we agree on it. So Kentucky hasn't won an SEC game in two years. No, they, they, they're zero and like eleven in their last SEC game because when they played Florida, they were zero and ten or zero and twenty or something like that. Whatever, whatever the number is, it, it's been a long drought for for a win from Kentucky. Okay, well, I'm, I'm going with Kentucky as well. Okay, very good, very good. Um, Next game, we got an SEC matchup. We got Tennessee at Georgia. Uh, Georgia is a sixteen and a half point favorite. Who do you like here? I've been flip flopping on this one, and <laughs> like a fat. Like we got to use an analogy here. What, what, like what, what, I've been flip flopping like? more than a fat man in a waterbed. <laughs> a fat man in a waterbed. I like it. That's a lot of flopping. 
I'm going with Georgia. I think Tennessee just, yeah, they I, they're just not any good. And I, I, Georgia, I think Georgia covers this game. Okay, I agree with you. Um, I think Georgia covers this game. I, uh, I, you know, if you look at Georgia's team, they they kind of play uh, close games against good teams, and they blow out bad teams. I put Tennessee in the bad team category. I think that uh, Georgia can uh, run up the score on them. I don't think Tennessee can stop them. I don't think Tennessee has enough in off- on offense to keep this thing uh, relatively close. I like Georgia as well. See, what made me flip-flop on this one, uh, Tennessee always plays Georgia tight. That's the only thing. But I think Georgia should be able to cover this spread. I think I think that's right. I think that's right. Okay, the next game we got is, is we got a uh, Colorado State team traveling uh, across the country to Boston College. Boston College is a nine and a half point favorite. Who you like? If there's one thing I've learned, it's Colorado and Colorado State both suck at football. The only state worse than Colorado is New Mexico. So I'm going with Boston College in this one. Okay, so your hierarchy of, of really bad football states is, is New Mexico number one, Colorado number two. That's correct, Hawaii number three. Hawaii number three, okay, well, that's that. Uh, I'm glad that we've, uh, we, we've established that. Idaho number and, four. Uh, okay, Boston College has Tyler Murphy at quarterback, and, and we, we, we remember Tyler Murphy because he was at Florida last year, and um, I, I remember being very excited about Tyler Murphy at the beginning of the season not very excited about him by the end of the season. Um, I think that he's played, he's either improved a lot since last year, playing against worse competition than he played against in the SEC. Probably both of those are true. But I am just waiting for the Tyler Murphy bad decision blow-up game is, is really what I'm, what, what I'm expecting, where he throws you know three, three or four picks in a game. I think this could be that game. I'm going to take Colorado State. I'm going to take the nine and a half points. I think that uh, uh, it, 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 they're they're the better of the two Colorado teams, and uh, uh, I'm going to take them and say that, that they make this a close game, possibly win it outright. Can it be possible that I'm rooting for you because you know what my worst nightmare is? What is it? That Boston College has a winning season under Steve Adazio. And the idiot Jeremy Foley then hires Steve Adazio to coach Florida. That's my worst nightmare. It brings Adazio back. Huh? Adazio was, uh, was our offensive coordinator at one point in time, correct? Yeah, and he was more offensive than offensive, if you know what I mean. <laughs> that, was, that was the bubble screen right, bubble screen left, bubble screen right offense. Yeah. <laughs> it was pre-hand up off the middle without Emmett Smith offense, you know, like last season. That's correct. Yes, um, we got we got another interesting game. I, I put this one in here because the uh, the spread's interesting. We got Minnesota going to the big house uh, at Michigan, and we got Michigan as an eleven and a half point favorite. Who you like here? That's an awful lot of points for a Michigan team. I mean, they are bad, bad, bad. I mean the 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 coaching watch is on at Michigan. I mean, he's not going to fit. What's it? Brady Ackerman is that the coach? Uh, Brady Hoke. Brady Hoke. Brady Hoke. Brady Hoke. I had the first name right. He's the coach there. He will. He will not be coaching Michigan next year. I don't know who will be. I, I got to think this is the one game Michigan gets up for, and I got to think they cover the spread here. Minnesota is pretty bad. 
Okay, I, I agree with you for the exact same. I think we're saying the same thing in two different ways. I think Brady Hoke's job is on the line, and he has to he has to win uh, games against lesser opponents big. And I think he's got a, a, a good advantage, a good home field advantage here against Minnesota, and he should run up the score if they get ahead. I don't think he loses. I don't think he takes the foot off the gas if it, I, I, his job's on the line. He can't. Yeah, he can't. He can't barely beat Minnesota. Absolutely, absolutely. We we agree on this. Um, I like Michigan and uh, and I like them to cover. Um, all right, so we've got the game at the neutral side. I think this is in uh, uh, Jerry Jones' stadium, which is interesting. Uh, uh, so it's a neutral site, but it's in Texas, and we've got Arkansas. Uh, I'm just going to say at A and M, although it's a, I think it's a, it might be a neutral site game. We got Arkansas. Uh, Arkansas has surprised a lot of people. Um, A&M's they can run the ball. They yeah. can run the ball, absolutely. A&M's game was closer than I expected it would be last week, but I'm going to take A&M minus the 9.5. You know, I, I've, I've got an, uh, you know, part of being able to pick games right is knowing where your biases are. And I, I've got an anti-A&M bias. I don't know if it's a, if it's a uh, Johnny Manziel thing. Um, I'm not very fond of, of Johnny football. You know, so I, I think I don't like A&M, and, and all they've done is cover spreads this year. Um, I, I'm going to take A&M as well. I, I think that Arkansas, uh, at, you know, has looked good running the ball, but really I think they might be one-dimensional. I mean, I, I think they might be a one-dimensional offense, and against a good defense, I'm not saying it's necessarily Texas A&M, but against a decent defense, I think they could get shut down, and uh, it, it, A&M could pass the ball all over them, and this, this could be a, a, a runaway game. So I feel a lot more comfortable taking A&M than taking Arkansas and hoping Arkansas can run the ball and, and keep it close. Yeah, yeah. Um, all right, so last week we both got bit by FSU. We, we did this podcast before the, the Jameis Winston suspension uh, was, was fully announced. We, we had an idea. The spread was starting to move. I think it was around 16. I think by the end of it, it around around 8. It wouldn't have mattered either way because the, the, uh, uh, FSU didn't cover under any of the spreads that were out there. But um, we got Jameis Winston now playing again. We have FSU at NC State, and FSU is a 19-point favorite. Who do you like here? The North Carolina schools keep surprising me each week. You know, one week they're okay, the next week they're awful. I think Florida State really wants to make a statement after last week and everything that went on. We, we know they're not an ethical team. Uh, I'm going with Florida State to cover this spread. Yeah, I, I, I agree with you. The, the thing that makes me feel, I, I don't think NC State's really that good, is, is, is really what it comes down to. And I think Florida State, uh, if Winston is a quarterback, they're a completely different team than um, whoever was the second-string quarterback that came in and played the whole game against Clemson. He looked like a deer in, a deer in the headlights, really. Um, I think FSU has a statement to make here. I think they cover the 19. The only thing that makes me uneasy is that all the experts that I've heard, the so-called experts, are taking NC State in this game. Yeah, but I, we... I, I can't quite figure out why. Um, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to agree with you. I'm going to take FSU. I'm going to say they're going to cover the 19. Um, you know, the, the spread's in between 18 and a half and 19. We're going to say 19 on the show. Uh, uh, but, you know... I, I just think that that, that FSU's got to got to make a statement here. By the way, do you think anybody outside of Florida State fans and Clemson fans could name the backup quarterback in Florida State? Because I have no clue who it is. 
I, I, I don't think so. I mean, I mean, the guy's performance was very forgettable uh, in, in a primetime game that a lot of people watched. Yeah, I didn't so, see the game. But I mean, uh, nobody knows who it is. It's some, it's some guy that was a recruit. You know, we talked about it last week. That we're like, they got to have somebody, right? What we learned was Clemson's not that good. Clemson's not that good, and Florida State's backup is not that good. Yeah. So, so that that tells you something uh, that maybe. They'll have a new quarterback next year when Jameis Winston goes to the NFL. Because I, I, what are the odds of him staying at FSU? None, zero, less than zero. What do you think? Uh, it depends uh, if he. It all comes down to does he want to get in trouble as a Seminole or an NFL player? That's what it comes down to. <laughs> the only certainty is he's getting in trouble. Right? Exactly. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. We don't know if it'll be in Tallahassee or. Who's going to have, well, he's not going to be the number one pick, or someplace in the NFL. The only thing we know is he'll be getting in trouble somewhere. Yeah, I, I could see him getting picked by somebody like Tennessee, you know, like uh, a, a team like that, or and then, you know, you're right, though. No matter where he goes, he's getting in trouble. You know, um, you know what would be great? What would be great? When Cleveland trades up to take him. And they have Johnny Football and Jameis Winston. Yes. They just run both quarterbacks out. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> you don't know what freak show you're getting. Oh, <laughs> uh, man, that would be uh, that, that would be uh, quite the, the, the tandem, uh, both off the field and on the field. Cleveland, the Browns would be last in football, first in headlines. <laughs> That's right. That's right. I like it. I like it. All right. So we've got uh, uh, Texas going to Kansas as our next game. We got Texas as a 13 and a half point favorite. Uh, do you know who the Kansas head coach is right now? Quick, quick quiz. I do not. I'll give you a clue. They have a, I think they have a weight quota. Their, their coach must weigh at least 300 pounds. Oh, it's like not Mangini Mangoni. Is it still Mangoni? No, no, no. It was Man, Man, Mark uh, Mangini, I think. Uh, it was him, and then it was uh, Turner Gill, and Turner Gill is, is thin, so he doesn't really count. But they went back to the Chubby Chase, and uh, they've got Charlie Weiss. Oh, he ate the previous coaches, right? <laughs> I think he did. I think he did, but, I mean, they, they just uh, they, they have nothing but, as I said, they're kind of Chubby Chasers there at Kansas. They like, they like their head coaches rotund. Um, but what do, you, what do you think about this game? Well, it's interesting. I had my nightmare earlier. My dream would be that the idiots in Texas get so frustrated with Charlie Strong being a disciplinarian that they run him out at Texas and then Florida can scoop him up as head coach because I think he's a great head coach. They've kicked now nine players off the team there at Texas. What's the spread in this game again? 13 and a half. Texas is favored by 13 and a half. Yeah, I mean, Kansas is just awful. Um Texas is not very good. It's tough to take Texas minus 13 and a half with all their problems, but I'm going to do it. Okay. All right. Well, you're taking Texas. I'm going to take Kansas in this one. I'm going to I'm going to go out there and I'm going to say that it's two teams that aren't very good. Uh, Kansas is at home. Texas has a bunch of suspended players or players that are off the team now. And you know what? You bring an up an, a very interesting point. Um, I, I would, would, would Charlie Strong be at the top of your list if, for Florida replacement head coaches? No, because I am old school, and if we could get Steve Spurrier back, I think that would be the greatest story for him to come back. Uh, the 
knight in shining armor to Florida. I know that'll never happen. But I think Spurrier would be my number one choice. Charlie Strong would be number two. And we know uh, Chucky is not going to come out of the Monday Night Football booth, but he'd probably be number one, actually. So you should say you're saying Gruden over Spurrier. Yeah, I think so. If, 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 if Spurrier is even interested in the job, does Foley, uh, Jeremy Foley, he's the athletic director at Florida, does he uh, ask him to interview? I don't. First you of all, you know how that went over last. Yeah, year? I don't think Spurrier would uh, would interview. Um, I think Foley and Spurrier must have some personality conflict. Because um, the last time Spurrier said interview, interview, you just go down to the trophy room in the stadium. There's my resume. <laughs> yeah, I don't think Spurrier would interview. I mean, South Carolina is actually in a better position than Florida these days, and. I've always heard that I don't think Spurrier wants to work too hard, and Florida right now needs a lot of work. So I don't, I don't think Spurrier would even consider coming back. I, I think Spurrier's got a really nice job. I think you're right. I think that he's happy where he's at in South Carolina. Um, there's no pressure on him, really. He's, he's free to, to play as much golf as he wants, and uh, uh, he's not coming back. I agree with you, though. I, I like Charlie Strong. Uh, I, I think he's gettable. I'll say that. I think Texas might just, you know, fire him after one year, though. I mean, that's harsh. Um, yeah, when you, I mean, if, if, here's the sad thing in the world we live in. If Charlie Strong was a white guy, he'd have a better chance of getting fired because it'll look much worse if they fire an African American after one year. Yeah, well, I mean, I think it looks bad no matter who the coach is, you know, whether he's white or black. But you're, you're right, there is that added uh, pressure uh, that, that, that you can't fire a high-profile African-American coach after one year. I don't think a program should do it anyway. I think you should give the guy a chance to recruit and get his system in place. Uh, but, but we live in such a, uh, a, a, a now-headline era of football that no one has any patience for, for losing seasons. Can we trade Muschamp? They want it now. Can we trade Muschamp to Texas for Charlie Strong? That sounds like a great idea. I think we should get on the phone and offer that trade straight up. We both we, we take over their contracts, switch them, you know, switch area codes with both of them, and I think that's a great idea. In okay. fact, I'm I'm calling up Jeremy Foley right now and I'm suggesting it. I'll pause the podcast. As soon as we get done here, I'm I'm, I'm picking up the phone. Um, all right, so we got Stanford in our next game. Uh, we got Stanford going to Washington. Stanford as an eight-point favorite. Who you like? Uh, I think Stanford covers this spread. Uh, you know, I put Washington up there in my fifth worst state of football. Probably, <laughs> I'm gonna have to. <laughs> you're, you're building the state. You're going to go through all fifty by the end of the show. I, I know. I think they're right after Idaho there. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Idaho's worse. And then I think you get the Washington and Washington States. Um, I, I, I have to think – I mean, we were really high on Stanford at the beginning of the year. They lost a, a, a weird game to USC, so I think Stanford covers the eight. Okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to disagree with you. I'm going to say Washington keeps it close. I think Stanford's not as good as we thought they were. Um, they, they, they've been disappointing uh, throughout the season. I think they continue to disappoint and that Washington is able to cover and keep it close at home. Um, speaking of former Gator head coaches, we got Ohio State uh, hosting Cincinnati, a little battle of Ohio. Uh, Ohio State's a 16-point favorite. Who you like? 
You know how right now people are finding it offensive when they use the name Redskin? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's been in the news a little bit, sure. I, 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 I find it offensive just hearing the name Urban Meyer, so I'm no longer going to use the name. Okay, what are you going to refer to him as? The former scumbag. <laughs> the former scumbag. Wow, that's harsh. Okay, yes. so are you going with, um, in your words, the former scumbag's team in this one? What's the spread again? Yes, I think the former scumbag and Ohio State will cover the 16. Okay, I'm going against the former scumbag, and I'm going to take Cincinnati because it gives me the added joy of knowing that I've picked a game against Urban Meyer, and I'm going to take Cincinnati plus 16, uh, uh, getting the 16 points, hope for a close game, and I'm going to be happy about it. I'm, I'm going to go the other way on that one. Here, here's a question for you before we move on. If the former scumbag was on fire and there was a bucket of water sitting next to you, would you use it to put him out? Uh, you know, I, I, I probably would just because I, 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 I think that, you know, him burning up in a fire is, is probably – I'd rather him, you know, I, it, it's, it's better for me to see him take over a team and lose because and, I know how much that, that, that hurts him. So I, I don't want him to like any bodily injury. I don't want any. You know, I, I would rather I would rather watch him go through a season like and go three and seven or three and nine or you whatever, see you're, whatever you're, it needs to be. Get three wins during the entire season. Nothing would make me happier than that. You're thinking too much about it. It just comes down to one simple question for me: sure. Is is my dog thirsty? That's correct. Okay. Because if the dog's thirsty, the dog's getting the water. Exactly. <laughs> I like it. That's good. That's good. Okay, back to the SEC. We got we got out of the, the Big 12, the Pac-12, uh, and the, uh, the the Big 10. We're, we're going back to the SEC. We got big game here. We got Missouri uh, going to South Carolina. South Carolina, six-point favorite. Who you like? After last week and me blowing the lock of the week on Missouri, they're now uh, making my uh, hit list, and I'm taking South Carolina. I'm not a big believer in South Carolina this year, but I think at home they play much better at home. I think they cover the six and a half. Okay, okay. It's only six. It's only six, although it might have gone up to six and a half for all I know. But uh, uh, I'm going to take South Carolina. They're going to cover six. And, uh, and I do note that once you uh, cross – Smoky, and by the way, you haven't locked in the game yet. I'm just throwing that out there. I know. I've been once you cross them, you're 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 out. You're on the outs. So we we agree on that one. Um, all right. So now we've got UNC uh, going to Clemson, uh, and uh, Clemson is a 14 and a half point favorite. Uh, who you like? Yeah, you know, it's scary because I'm liking a lot of the uh, the favorites here this week, but. I got to think Clemson at home bounces back. North Carolina football is a joke. I'm taking Clemson. Okay, I'm going to go the other way. I'm going to take I'm going to take North Carolina in the points. I like 14 and a half. Um, if this spread went down to like 12 or or, or I, I like getting two touchdowns with with the half point cushion there. Um, I'm going to take UNC in this one. Uh, you got to remember that Clemson lost really bad to Georgia. And uh, they lost to, uh, uh, you know, I mean, I, I know that Clemson lost to Florida State and they played the game close. I think the spread is, is lower based. 
Cincinnati is bad as well. It's a battle of two not that very good teams. UNC keeps it close. Here's my theory on this one. Florida State and Georgia are a whole hell of a lot better than North Carolina. I think Clemson covers this. Okay. Okay, that's, that's, that's a good point. That's a good point. All right, so we talk about, uh, on the show, we talk about my Troy mojo. And uh, I've got a, a feel for the, 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 the Troy team, so we always cover their games no matter what obscure team they're playing. And this time they're playing directional Louisiana. Uh, Troy is going to Louisiana Monroe. And Louisiana Monroe is a 13-and-a-half-point favorite. Who do you like? I do not have the same love for the Troy Hagenbox. I'm going with Monroe to cover. All right. Um, I, I didn't say I have love for Troy. I just have a, 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 I think I have a beat on the team, uh, and I follow them closely. As I say on the show, they're my, they're my second favorite team. They're my favorite bad team. Um, I, but I agree with you. Louisiana Monroe is a much better team than Troy. Troy's not very good this year. Uh, you, you heard it here on the show. You heard it here week one uh, and week two when we went, you know, when we first started doing the podcast. Troy is not that good this year. Louisiana Monroe covers us. Um, all right. Now we've got Duke going to Miami. Miami is a seven-point favorite. Who you like? Ding, 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 ding. My lock of the week. Uh-oh, uh-oh. There's the lock of the week. We need some theme music right here. Uh, who do you like? Who do you I like? like Duke in the points. Oh, wow, wow. He's locking in Duke in the points. That's my lock of the week. Duke is uh, they're better than a lot of people think. Miami is horrible. I don't know what's going on down there in Miami, but they're awful. And I'm taking Duke in the points as my lock of the week. Okay. Well, I'm going to tell you what. I think you go over two on your locks. I'm, 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 I'm like absolutely on the Miami train here. Um, I, I think I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't take Miami as a lock. I think it's bold of you to take Duke, Duke as a lock in this game. I think that uh, you know, I think people are overreacting to their current against the spread records. You know, Duke is three and one against the spread. It, it, obviously, they're they're better than people think. I think it's already factored in here. But I'm going to take Miami. I'm just going to do it. Just to, to, I, I get the added joy of saying I told you so on the lock. I think I Duke wins this game outright. Diabolical, but it's a, it, it, I, I got Miami on my sheet. I'm taking Miami. I think Duke wins this game outright. So, uh, yeah, I, I, I'm believing. I'm buying into Duke. And, uh, you know, I guess if I go 0-2, then people will know to bet against. At least I'm not mixing it up, you know. it's. Yeah, you, you could be the anti-lock of the week. That's true. Whoever, whoever is your lock, we could we could circle that as the anti-lock. Uh, but uh, okay, well, so so we're on we're on two different sides on this game, and it's your lock of the week. It'll be very interesting uh, to see what happens next week. Um, all right, we got we got five more games to cover here, or actually six more. We got Memphis at Ole Miss. We got Ole Miss nineteen and a half. Who you like? I'm taking uh, Ole Miss to cover this game. They should cover it uh, pretty easily. You know, I, I was thinking that, and then I, I'm looking at it, and I, I think for some reason people, I guess Ole Miss has a big opponent coming up next week. Uh, maybe it's a look-ahead game. Uh, I'm going to take Memphis in the points here. I'm going to take Memphis in the points. We're I, disagreeing on a lot of games. This is we are. Week. I don't agree in that look. That, you know, I've never bought into that whole look again, that they're looking ahead to next week's opponent. I, I just... I don't believe in that. I don't think they're sitting there on the field getting ready to snap the ball and they're thinking, oh, wait, who are we playing next week? I just don't buy into that philosophy. 
Yeah, yeah. I, I, I mean, I, maybe it's an excuse, but uh, I think Memphis somehow keeps it within 19 and a half. Um, all right, big game. Uh, at least it'll be on television. Uh, it's probably on NBC, although it'd be funny if this game ends up on ESPN for some reason. Notre Dame at Syracuse. Notre Dame 10-point favorite. Who do you like? Didn't Syracuse beat somebody last week that they shouldn't have? Or no, they, uh, they, they lost pretty big, I think, Syracuse. Yeah, I have to take a look at that real quick. But uh, what, what's your thoughts on that? Uh, no, I think Notre Dame covers this one. This was uh, another one where I was contemplating my lock of the week. I think Notre Dame covers the 10 points fairly easily. Okay, well, you know, a lot of the country is, is behind you on this one. Uh, they like Notre Dame. Um, again, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to just – I could be completely wrong this week. I could be completely going the wrong way. But I want to take Syracuse in the points here. I think Syracuse is a little better um, to answer your question about who they played last week. Uh, Syracuse lost to Maryland uh, last week. Um, I, you know, maybe I, – I, you know, looking at this, Syracuse should lose with this game by more than 10 points. But I just – I really like uh, Syracuse in the points at home. And uh, I think they can cover against Notre Dame. Um, all right, so next game we got Washington State at Utah. Uh, Utah's a 13-and-a-half-point favorite. Who do you like? Utah's coming off a big Michigan, win against Michigan. Michigan. Yeah, I, I think Utah, the Washington State. Washington State played Oregon pretty tight, didn't they? They did. Yeah, I, I, I just think Utah's a, a good team. I think Utah's going to cover. Okay, I'm going to go the other way because I think Washington State's going to – I'm taking a lot of teams getting points this week. And you are. Your, your new name is Underdog. I, 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 am, I am playing the underdogs this week. I'm riding a lot of underdogs. And, um, I, you know, we talked about it on the show, parity. There's a lot of parity in college football, and I think some of these teams getting, you know, 19, 20, 13 and a half points if it's going to be like a touchdown game, I like taking them in the points. Um, could be wrong, and we're differing on a lot of games, so it'll be interesting. Um, all right, next game we got UNLV going to San Diego State. Uh, UNLV, uh, no, San Diego State is an 18 and a half point favorite. Who do you like? I know nothing about either two of these teams, so... That's... Sounds like a perfect game for you to, to, to pick, then. Yeah, I'm going to go with San Jose State minus the 18. Okay, it's San Diego State uh, minus oh. the 18. Um, again, I'm, I'm, I, you know, I get to kind of we, – we cover some of these games because I like the spreads. Um, I like the 18-and-a-half in UNLV, and I'm going to take them in the points. That's, that's my theme this week, right? We're talking about UNLV football, not basketball, right? Yes, we're talking about football. Not, not, not basketball with the Fab Five or Sarkeesian or whoever else is coaching them. Um, Do you think he's still chewing on that towel? I think he probably is. I think he's gone through a couple towels. I don't think it's the same towel. Okay, good to know. He's like a Billy Goat. Um, all right, so we've got Illinois. Two more games. Uh, we got Illinois at Nebraska. Nebraska's a 20-point favorite. Who do you like? Nebraska. I mean, they, they should cover this... Uh, my, my phrase of the week, easily. They should cover this game easily. Wow, wow. Um, I hate going uh, and agreeing with you. I have a note that uh, I like Illinois in this game and the 20 points. I'm going to stick with it. I'm taking Illinois, and I'm, I'm sticking with my, my theme this week. I'm taking teams getting points, and, and, and I'm saying parity. Uh, that's my mantra. All right, last game, we got uh, Southern Cal. Uh, big games. Southern Cal hosting Oregon State. Southern Cal is a nine and a half point favorite. Who you like? 
I'm going with my theme of the week, taking all the favorites except my lock of the week, I think. I'm taking, or uh, pardon me, USC uh, to, to win this game since it's at home. That actually scares me. I let you mention that about your lock of the week because I went the other way. You do tend to take a lot of favorites uh, over time. And if you take a team getting points, it mostly means that you've got a pretty strong feeling about it. So I, I could be wrong about that Miami pick. Uh, now you're going to take the favorite uh, USC. I'm going to agree with you on this one. I'm going to break from my rule of taking the underdogs this week, except in the teams that I think are really, really good. Um, I do think that USC is a pretty good team. So uh, they didn't show it against Boston College, but I think they'll show it at home. And uh, I'm going to say they covered the 9.5 points. All right. So that gets us out for, for week five of the college picks. Uh, any, last, any last thoughts? Uh, just so we got another, even though we don't have a lot of big games, we got another exciting uh, weekend of college football coming up. And we, we do want to hear from the listening audience. And the ways to reach us are through email at SmokeyAndTheBanditCFB at Yahoo.com or tweet us in at SmokeyBanditCFB. Let us know what you're thinking about the games or uh, let us know if there are any teams we're not covering here on the podcast that you'd like us to talk about. All right, very good. And, you, and, and last week you went above 50%, so you don't have to chop off one of your fingers. No, I'm, I'm glad. Uh, it's been tough getting around with only nine nubs this week. Concentrated power of-